Welcome to a typical literature breakdown. Today's sponsor is Nike, and you can get 25% off with our promo code 123TYPICAL. Hello, I am one of your hosts, Kiera. My fun fact of the day is that I like to volunteer at a summer camp for people with mental disorders called Camp Satoma. Hi, my name is Francis, and I'll be a second host for today. And my fun fact of the day is that I'm reading a book called The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. If you have not finished the book, please do not continue watching. We will be referencing the entire book, and there will be spoilers. Please do not continue. In this episode, we will be discussing the book A Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime by Mark Hatton, a 2003 white bread book of the year and a New York Times notable book. We will be looking at the plot, characters, conflicts, thematic concepts, and how the author conveys these ideas and multiple relationships that led the protagonist into a journey, all while adding depth in Christopher's character and growth. Also, the minor and major characters and how they affect Christopher throughout the book, and discussing how Christopher's autism affects him and the people around him. Before we start our discussion, we'd like to go over the plot. Our main character is Christopher Boone, who discovers the dead body of his neighbor's poodle, Wellington. On the neighbor's front lawn at around 12.07 a.m. midnight, and he sets out to un- uncover the murder in which Christopher father tries to stop his investigation. Christopher struggles in wanting to avoid any social interaction, especially towards strangers. Christopher continues his investigation, not really understanding his father's message and minding your own business. The presumed truth Christopher thinks is that his mother died two years ago from an attack, which that was not the case because he later finds out through his dad's letters that hidden letters that his mother is still alive and lives in london with that christopher forms a immense distrust from his father and leading to multiple conflict with his father mother and other people around him all these issues cause so many relationships with his mother there are many characters in christopher's life throughout the book The three main characters we will be talking about is Christopher, his mother, and his father. Christopher is represented to be not social and logical. He uses logic to figure out many of his problems that he has to go through. He thinks that intuition is wrong and logic should be how people answer questions and figure out problems. And that explains his love for math. Christopher's mother, on the other hand, is represented to be impatient and hot-tempered like his like his father and also a cheater but she does change much to be more patient with Christopher and helping her change is shown whenever Christopher comes and goes to her house and she takes care of him while Mr. Shears doesn't want to her to she still does because she knows that he is her son 
Christopher's father seems to be kind and understanding about Christopher's autism. But when it comes to the investigation of Wellington, his father is hot-tempered and gets angry very easily. Yeah, then the book does possess a lot of thematic concepts, and the two that I have that really came to me were honesty and patience. At the beginning of the book, Shrugger struggles a lot with being able to tell lies and what are lies because lies can provide so many different options. Like, oh, you know, it's not logical to lie. Christopher was resilient to his father at the beginning of the book due to due to their parents lacking patience to care for Christopher and the mother being impatient to leave the relationship. Another thing in concept that's proposed a lot more than patience for me is honesty. Honesty is something proposed a lot. Christopher's father struggled with honesty, telling Christopher the truth about his mother. Christopher's mother struggled with honesty towards her relationship with Mr. Shear. And Christopher's struggled with lies because he didn't know how to tell a lie. So he found himself having to tell white lies, which to him, white lies were not a lie at all. It was where you tell the truth, but you not tell the truth at all, which was on chapter 79, page 48. Another thematic concept was really the growth of Christopher. Christopher, at the beginning, was very reliant on his father, Shabine, to tell him what to do and what he needed. At the end of the book, Christopher was more independent where he proved to himself after passing his math 11 test and his journey to meet his mother without aid from anybody. Uh, at the end, he sees himself and states to himself, and I know I can do this because I went to London on my own and I solved the mystery of who killed Wellington. And I found my mother and I was brave and I wrote a book and that means I can do anything. Chapter 233, page 221. There are many different conflicts shown in the book. The two main ones are between Christopher and his father and Christopher and his mind. Christopher and his father's conflict begins after he finds out that his, mo that his father is the one who killed Wellington. He starts to fear his father at this point. When he said, I had to get out of my house, his father had murdered Wellington. That meant he could murder me. On page 122, it showed the reader how much Christopher feared and distrusted his father. He also had trouble dealing with his autism while he was trying to get to his mother's house. He gets overwhelmed really easily when he is at the train station and on his way walking to his mother's house. Another big conflict was between Christopher's mother and father. They would argue a lot about caring for Christopher and about when the, his mother would get really impatient and angry. After that, the mother cheated on the father with Mrs. She Mr. Shears, not Mrs. Shears. Causing conflict between Mrs. Shears, Mr. Shears, the father and mother. And so his mother left and with the mother gone, Miss Shears helped the father. And 
The father saw this as a way of forming a relationship, but Mischia's declined, so he killed Wellington. Yeah, and this is where Christopher struggles a lot of self versus person. We struggle with socialization and understanding emotions, and person versus self with him and his father. And his father struggles with person versus self when he has to lie to Christopher and person versus person with Christopher and his mother. The mother struggles with person versus person with Christopher's dad and person versus self with taking care of Christopher. One big example of one minor character who really adds direction and depth to the narrative is Miss Alessandro, who is Christopher's neighbor. She's the one who tells Christopher that his mother cheated on his dad with one of the other neighbors, Mr. Shares. She adds so much depth that adds a driving force, which makes Christopher's father angry that he was investigating and found out that his mother cheated, which led him to the closer truth that was hiding from him that his mother is probably still alive. Yeah, and another one is Shaban. She is one of my favorite characters because she knows how to deal with Christopher and she's a teacher at his school. She also acts as his therapist from the way he speaks of her. She taught him how to cope in a good way and she makes sure to be clear whenever she's giving him examples because she knows he needs that. Uh, with Siobhan being like the best minor character, she adds a lot of depth because she's like Christopher's friend. She talks to him in a friendly manner and makes her opinions clear and precise. She also advises him to write this mystery murder book about Wellington. Another minor character that adds a lot of depth are cops. In the story, Christopher meets three cops. One of them adds kind of mean towards him to thinking he killed Wellington. The second cops helps him um, get to the train station and aids him. He somewhat forms a distress towards that cops to send him to his father while on the train. And the third cop he meets um, helps him and meets, get to his mother's place. There are two main characters who interact with Christopher a lot. One is Christopher's dad. He takes care of Christopher and during the book, they start to lose their trust until Christopher finds out that his dad is the one who killed Wellington, where he completely stopped trusting his dad. And now they are st slowly starting to regain trust, or at least attempting to. Uh, also, with Christopher's mother, her um, relationship with her son was kind of like, you know, very neutral, you know, because she's been the one to care for him. The whole time i think that was a big part of her living she struggled with bonding with her child and always felt frustrated when things didn't go the way she wanted it to her patience puts a drive in her relationship with her son which later comes back when christopher visits her and she aids him there are many situations that occur in the story when a decision or event leads to a series of consequences the most important one is when Christopher finds the letters from his mother. This is because the relationship between Christopher and his father was doing pretty okay. Christopher trusted his father. This was until Christopher found the letters from his supposedly dead mother. Soon after he found the letters, he realized that 
what the letter said and the story that his father told him did not line up. This led to Christopher realizing that his father lied to him and that his mother was alive. We see this when Christopher says, Mother had not died of a heart attack. Mother had not been, had been alive this whole time. And father had lied to me on page 112. And his father eventually admitted to killing Wellington. Yeah, and with this being the biggest driving force of the events that take place afterwards, we really see Christopher's father really go through hell and back to restore his relationship with his son. Even at that, there are costs, and this events lead to all sorts of conflict between his mother, father, Monsieur, and all the neighbors. Yeah, it creates suspense for the reader and raises Christopher's fear of intense sensory feelings. It reveals the biggest theme concept, honesty, which is a very important thing in Christopher's life. So finding out that his father lied broke the trust that Christopher had developed, and it scared Christopher. It makes Christopher want to leave his home with his dad and go live with his mother in London, which sets him on his new journey. Christopher's mother intellectual limitations and emotional fragility really comes in. McCadden conveys Christopher's mother to be impatient and untrustful, yet the opposite. Her character, point of view, and tone sets her feelings from she stated in the letter that she wasn't as patient as Christopher's father to care for her autistic son. She recalls a time when Christopher was having a sensory overload breakdown and she how she felt frustrated and embarrassed. And she states, your father is so much more patient person, page 1010, chapter 157. She tells of a time where Christopher has a breakdown in the storm where he wouldn't eat and she got real angry. And her father... And I think McCadden also uses Christopher's father's character to convey the mother's emotional fragility because both the Christopher's father and mother are on opposing sides, but they both are emotional, immature, and sensitive and hot-tempered, which was what hurts Christopher's mother's relationship to feel disconnected in her relationship with her husband and son to cheat on the dad because she felt lonely. I think it's somewhat justified that she did because she was overwhelmed and she comes back to learn how to care for her son, whereas the dad kills Wellington because Mrs. Sher doesn't want a romantic relationship. And that's very awful to kill a dog because of that. But... He does come around to apologize to Christopher, which it will be hard to gain his trust because Christopher's autism stunts his ability to recognize emotional situations. Even though his father, Christopher knows that his father loves him, as he says in the beginning of the story. But mainly, the father and the mother do come together to care for their son. The father blames the mother for getting angry and taking it out on Christopher. She also proves to be untruthful when she cheats on her husband with Mr. Roberts and moves away with him. She claimed her reason for doing so was because she felt lonely, although portrayed differently when she visits Christopher. She openly accepts him into her home, risking her relationship with Roger, who didn't like the idea of Christopher coming into her mother's life. Yeah, and she also goes and leaves her home in London to go back to Christopher's home so that Christopher and her can live a life there which is a big sacrifice for someone to make and that truly shows that she 
cares for him. Christopher's autism can both protect and harm him in highly emotional realities. A good example of his autism protecting him from a highly emotional situation is after he learns that his mother had an affair with Mr. Shears. He says, I don't feel sad about it because mother is dead. So I I would be feeling sad about something that isn't real and doesn't exist. This was on page 75. But during the time he spent on the train station, he... This is a time where his autism caused him to react in a way that is harmful. It caused him to waste time and end up not eating. Uh, His autism can have pros and cons. Like the pro of him being really good at math, he relies on his logical thinking, helps him solve problems, and he hopes to be very good at science and all that and figure out mysteries. His autism harms him when he puts himself in harmful situations with the cops several times where he was unable to recognize if the cops were going to send him to his father or help him get on train station. The biggest shocker for me when reading the book was when I found out that the dad killed London because surprisingly, um, why? I was like, why? And also... And then one was when um, Christopher found the letters. At first, he didn't get that his mother probably still alive because at the time and the date stamp on it was very recently, which he said his mother supposedly died two years ago and his mother is still alive. Like, how? Yeah, I was very shocked as well. But as I said in my fun fact for today, I volunteer at a summer camp for people with mental disorders called Camp Satoma. So I get to talk with people with autism and other mental disabilities a lot. And they do not act the way that they are represented in this book. I mean, they do sometimes get overwhelmed. But they are not always so introverted. They like to be outgoing and talk with people. Sometimes they want to be alone when they are overwhelmed and they have sensory issues but most of the time they really like interacting and talking with people and their brains aren't always as logical as they are represented in this book those are my only problems with this book and the way it represents autism thank you for watching in today's episode we looked at the plot characters, conflicts, and thematic concepts, as well as how the author conveys these ideas and multiple relationships that led the protagonist into his journey. And we also looked at the minor and major characters and how they affect Christopher throughout the book, and we discussed how Christopher's autism affects him and the people around him. And this will be the ending of our second episode. We hope you enjoyed and we hope to see you for our very final last episode on next Wednesday. Thanks for watching. So don't forget to use our promo code for Nike at 123typical. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast.